I'm Jane. This episode, I'm exploring the poetry of George Gordon, Lord Byron. Lord Byron is probably the most famous of the Romantic poets, and with good reason. He was a fairly dramatic figure, and his life was plagued by scandals. But there's also a reason we still read his work, and that's because he changed the way a lot of people look at poetry. George Gordon Byron, or Lord Byron, was born January 22, 1788, in London. He was born into a barony and a wealthy family. He was educated at Harrow, a well-known and fairly prestigious public boarding school. It was at school and later college that he probably discovered his bisexuality. By the time he was around 21, Byron had already published two books of poetry, and he would publish the first two cantos of one of his most famous poems, Child Harold's Pilgrimage, three years later. That was what really made him famous. Soon after, around 1814, Byron began seriously considering marriage, mostly because he was deep in gambling debt. Never let it be said that George Gordon, Lord Byron, had sense. However, even once he did marry, he was followed by rumors about his relationship with his half-sister Augusta, whose daughter was suspected to be his. His wife, Annabella, eventually left him, and then Byron left England. He ended up in Switzerland, where he met fellow poet Percy Shelley and Mary Godwin, who would later become Mary Shelley, of the modern Prometheus fame. He also saw Claire Claremont, Mary's stepsister, and his former lover. While in Switzerland, and later Venice, Byron continued writing and having disastrous love affairs. He also began writing another well-known poem, Don Juan. Once, when visiting Byron while he lived in Ravenna, Italy, Shelley described the household as consisting of ten horses, eight enormous dogs, three monkeys, five cats, an eagle, a crow, and a falcon. He later added that he'd also seen five peacocks, two guinea hens, and an Egyptian crane. I wonder who all these animals were before they were changed into these shapes, he said. Byron and Shelley remained friends, of a sort, until Shelley died in a boating accident. Then Byron sailed off to Greece. There, he went to work fighting with the movement for Greek independence from the Ottoman Empire. Unfortunately, before any true battles could be fought, Byron fell ill and died of a fever and possibly sepsis on April 19, 1824. Lord Byron's personal life was full of scandals and rumors, but from the beginning of his career as a poet, he was met with acclaim. He was essentially the first modern celebrity, and influenced artists from Beethoven to Alexander Pushkin to Friedrich Nietzsche. The archetype of the Byronic hero, an idealized but highly flawed character, is basically a reflection of his personality, and has lasted in literature to this day. She Walks in Beauty by Lord Byron Read by Joseph Milson for the BBC She walks in beauty Like the night of cloudless climes and starry skies And all that's best of dark and bright Meet in her aspect and her eyes Thus mellowed to that tender light Which heaven to gaudy day denies One shade the more, one ray the less, had half impaired the nameless grace which waves in every raven tress or softly lightens o'er her face where thoughts, serenely sweet, 
express how pure, how dear their dwelling place. And on that cheek, and o'er that brow, so soft, so calm, yet eloquent, the smiles that win, the tints that glow, but tell of days in goodness spent, a mind at peace with all below, a heart whose love is innocent. I caught up recently with an old acquaintance of mine from home, Johari Osei, to discuss poetry in the Chicago community and how poetry can be used to talk about more than just our feelings. All right, we're, we're sitting in a coffee shop talking about poetry. Poetry. That's, but the, that's the best place to talk about poetry. Poetry. It's yes. like that whole hipster vibe. Coffee yeah. shops and indie poetry. It's also the perfect day. It is a, it's a sad day. Yes. And it's, it's chilly. It's rainy. And yeah, just sit inside. We're getting in, yeah, we're getting into character. Poets are sad. <laughs> they don't mean to be. I think. I think. I think it's just the way to be. Always. Yeah, we're all just you know depressed. Well, uh, um, some more than others, but yes, that's yeah. probably <laughs> the just the biggest one. Sure. Yeah. No, actually. Um, the, I'm focusing right now on Byron, so depressed and maniacal, that's, that's Byron, as a poet, as yeah. a person. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> um, I think, so like, I think, I think poetry, uh, I, don't, I don't know who I can do. I think I've always been a writer, um, and I think what really uh, drew me to poetry is kind of different ways you can tell a story in a poem. Um, and I think it it really grasps like something that other thing other like I do like I do like all like, um, forms of writing, but poetry kind of uh, gives me a specific escape. I feel like it's it's almost easier to write poetry because you don't have to with prose and everything you have to build up so many things. You have to make sure you know there's there's character development. With poetry, you put what you're feeling into the paper. It could be. It's easy and it's also hard because I think the. <laughs> um, I think the big. I think you know. I think a lot of. I used to be, I mean, I think I, I, I've learned this now because I used to like no feelings paper and then my biggest thing with doing everything was like editing and, and like making sure it's not too abstract and something that's tangible. Um, it's like an entryway of home, it's like, um, I don't know. <laughs> Um, is, uh, since I've been here, I, um, I've been, I've been reading a lot more poetry, and Chicago is a really, a really good place for poetry. There's a lot of resources that I've uh, tapped into, and what I'm learning about how to be a better poet. Um, but the biggest thing I've learned is, I 
guests to kind of listen and take into my experiences first. Um, poetry is really taking in like a feeling and living inside of it. Um, I guess I could do a lot of antidotes about poetry, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I found a lot. I found a lot of home here. Um, um, I've been pretty happy with the poetry community here, so, yeah. uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I don't know, I just, I have noticed, I mean, part of the reason why I wanted to reach out to you specifically is because on your, on your social media, there's so much stuff about, like, the local community and everything, mm -hmm. um, and you also just recently released a chat Do some shameless self-promotion for us, please. I am, I released a chapbook called uh, The Age of Hot Girl Summer, How My Body Went to Get the Limits. I'm working on, it's working in, it's in the production of printing, I have to print some copies, but it's done and um, yeah, I can get a film from it. Would you? Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. You, you are amazing. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to read an angry poem because um, this is how I feel right now. That's okay. I'm gonna... <laughs> okay, this is called Hot Girl, and they're all kind of like um, Hot Girl titles. This is Hot Girl in a Hell World. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I think you forgot my name. I think you choked until the acid came up on the empty stomach. The yellow heat of the inner lining stains your nose. You felt it flicker, the slight hair on the left side of your body that you just can't reach. Let me help you out. Let me give you water. Let me wash your feet, friend. I built a sailboat for you. You stuck knives in the white winds and called it home. Beat the black until the blood on the wood stained. You called it cherry. You called it sweet sin. Your Adam at the apple and curved its breath to call victim to you. Killed in the tail. You bashed his head in and watched his head float and watched him float down the Mississippi River. You carved a smile on my friend's face. You called it fallacy. You called it let's get the facts straight. You jailed the Central Park Five. Made black kids beg for being black. Called for blood. Called for abandonment. Named it Lady Justice. Um, I think I wrote that at the Trump Tower. <laughs> um, I feel, I know, I think a lot about being a poet and it's about finding like your role. And um, I don't know, what's your role as a poet? Um, I think so, so many times, like, because I, um, I really like. Some of my favorite poet, uh, poets, like, like I guess, in the canon, came out of um, the transcendentalism, which is like pictures. So like a lot of I, I've been, I actually went, I just like started reading Walden again. I have read that since like um, high school. <laughs> I think I we read excerpts, but I, I I actually just got the whole book and I started reading that and. Um, this is, I just, I think the biggest thing is just like, I feel like our country is always on fire, and how do you, how do you experience everything 
how do you you talk like a puppet. <laughs> I love it. It's beautiful. Okay. It's so beautiful. Okay. I'm trying to make sense of it. Um, it does. It does make sense. Though. The entire world is on fire, literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah, but like, um, I think it's like. Um, sometimes I just want to write poems about flowers, and then you're like, is this poem useful? Is this poem changing the world? Is this poem and it's kind of like what am it is my voice valuable what is my poetry really doing how am I helping and it's kind of um, a discovery of self that I think I was I don't know I'm angry I think I'm angry right now um, I'm angry and sad and <laughs> and I don't know I guess I'm trying to figure out like, what, where am I, where, where do I fit in. Yeah, um, that's about my chapbook. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Um, well, yeah, but I'm reading a lot. Yeah, I'm reading a lot. Just poetry or in general? Um, some essays. Yeah. I just got this book called, um, Pressure. I have not. It's like kind of ways to find pleasure, like, um, I think in all discourses, um, in like, like, a, kind of like the society, um, we live in today. Um, and it's kind of helping me. Um, I don't know, it's helping me like kind of see, I don't know, expand in that way. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I also read, um, yeah, a couple essays, uh, a couple, that's like a, just like a general book, but I, I kind of want to start reading more um, fiction. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm, I always feel like I'm not reading enough, or like, enough, like I'm more, always, I feel like I have to be consuming nonfiction to like be valid, valid, and then I, there's a lot of great, you know, works in nonfiction, I don't know if I recommend No, I, I, I totally get that. There are times when I definitely feel inadequate as somebody who wants to be an activist or artist, because I don't much outside of fiction. But I feel like we need fiction. Yeah. Honestly, that's like, that fiction is what, you know, is what it reminds us of things to like tell their stories and experience something like different, different worlds. And I just feel like, I don't know, that's, that's 100% valuable. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm not. Re I'm, but I'm reading a lot of books right now. Like, um, I think. Sorry, I kind of got hoarse. <laughs> um, questions? Um, I know you say you don't read a lot of pirates. Uh, I haven't. I've I'm reading a lot. Of, uh, I actually don't read a lot of the canon or classics, but like, um, 
I I'm interested in I'm interested in horror fire. I there's something really captivating in the way he talks about love. Because I mean. Okay. Are we getting good stuff? We are. We are definitely getting good stuff. Okay. I feel like I was like, oh, well, I hope we don't sound like I'm listening. You're fantastic. Okay. You're an interesting person. I don't need this. I. I think there's like always an aspect of just everybody's personality. I'm not a cool person. I'm just like the least cool. Yeah, I feel like that too. I'm constantly. I'm probably the least cool person in this room. Hi. No, we're all interesting. Yes. We are. Yeah, I feel like. I don't know. I always feel kind of like. There's. I just have like times where I'm like super like. And like, and like, personal, and like, I'm like, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm always gonna say the wrong thing. And then I'm gonna second guess, and I'm like, am I being an authentic person? Can I say things? Am I funny? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> you are one of the most cool people I know. That is nice. Um, but is this not as a Um. It should be okay. The music is actually not coming through too much. It's mostly about people talking. Okay. Um, so this, this microphone is not that advanced. Okay. But you can hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. I, sometimes I don't know if I'm speaking too loud or too, too soft. So. That's okay. Well, and, and I even, yeah, editing does great things. Audition is wonderful. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think so. I covered, I guess, yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a lot of great poetry resources here, and then I, um, and then other than that, I'm just learning what it means to me. I don't even know if I Sometimes I claim that more and sometimes I don't. And then how am I what really what am I really doing for my community? What ways am I sharing my community? That's kind of like something that I'm thinking about doing it or thinking about how to do, especially like no, I think it, um, one thing I am excited to do, get involved in, is with the nonprofit uh, Young Chicago Actors. Um, I've been, I started going to some of their events and workshops, and it's it's a very huge resource for young folks that I see, and I'm very inspired by the work that they do. Um, I am going to sign up to volunteer for the like a same competition. I heard that. It's going to be at Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. So you should. I think they. I think they do it pretty frequently with Columbia. They do it every year. 
So, like, I mean, if you're around, I can like go on what's going on and see that if you're interested. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of, but I don't know. Um, the cool thing, I don't know, I feel like there's a lot of things with form that I really like to look on and get better at. I am. But I'm learning a lot from young kids, and I'm meeting a lot of young kids through that organization. And, and um, they have also taught me so much about like, growth. And uh, it was really, I don't know, I talk to young kids because I'm not, I feel old. So. <laughs> I'm 27, but it feels like. Oh, I feel, I mean, it's not old, but I feel like, wow, shit, I live some life, and, dude, but, like, and, I, and also I feel like that, like, that feeling of, like, oh, shoot, I should have published by now, I should, I should have done this by now, um, there's a lot of check marks that are off my list, or that I feel like I should have done, and then I've already talked to, you know, the like, oh, you can all do whatever, and I'm just like, as long as you're right. They have a lot. They just have a lot. I think young people also have taught me how to be a better activist, too. They are one of the most kind of old generations. Like, I will say something. I mean, mean, whether it's for, like, um, whether it's for, like, um, I think it's, uh, when I talk to them, I'm just like, oh, okay, there's some things I didn't know, there's some things I, I haven't been, you know, I, you know, because I've been out, and I'm, I'm they're, they're just like, when, when you're in the, when you're young, when you're a person, you're just like, this is it, these are all the information you're getting, so I've learned a lot, you know, just by talking to them, too, so, um, there's also a couple, um, there's, and there's a lot of, uh, the poetry is also is pretty expansive. There's also the same competitions around town. Um, I've been out to, there's something called Big Kids Land. That's for um, poets who are, I think, past like, the same competitions in like, their high schools. And they want to, they're looking for a place to slam, like, or uh, do slam, or I spoke of like poetry. Um, and, that's pretty cool. Um, there's, there's a lot of open mics that I'm trying to get out to. And I and um, yeah, that's kind of pushing me to like kind of get feedback because like I'm not sure. And like especially with the same competition culture judge, I'm just like, okay, this is this is something like I mean, there's always so much where where you have like your poems on the page and you're like, oh this might be good, this might not be good. Once you start, you know, reading it and then seeing out and then seeing like if it has like some weight, um, that's when you kind of get that reassurance, and that's what I really like about um, you know, like the resource that like, I have. Um, just like a, it's a, a chance to like grow and practice, so yeah. But I mean, it's really terrible, I guess, being a poet. Um, no, I, I, I want to see how much more I can get involved in the community and do for the community and bring what I bring uh, to the community. 
I should have brought talking points. I didn't know, but like, um, stuff like this, I find is always easier when it's like a more natural conversation, especially with people you know. Yeah. 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 And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Um, my my first interview for this was with my sister. Okay. 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 Great. I have to get my sister. No, no, she's not either. She older. One, two, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Crush is so good. I I found out about it because it was big in the fandom of a TV show that just came out recently. Um, good Omens. Okay. Yeah, and so a lot, a lot of people in um, in that fandom really like Richard and so that was how I learned about it. Was yeah. it is that on the show? Like it's not, but people, you know, they do fan things where they take stuff in real life to you know stuff in TV shows. And that's that's one of the things that a lot of people do. Uh, and so I bought both of Richard Sykin's books. Yeah, Crush is good. There's some 
He really digs in there. Oh my gosh. I haven't read Full of Crush, but. I really like the way he writes too because what he does is he like sets himself these limitations. He's like, so this poem has to be, this set of poems um, is going to be left justified. It can only be the song. It has to, you know, use certain things. And so that way he says he doesn't write his poems. He doesn't write his poems over and over. Which I thought was really interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, he's really like, like reading. He, he's also a painter, which is also really interesting. Um, and because I think he illustrated the that cover of War. I think that's his work. So I think when he was painting a lot, I think that that also kind of like a lot of boxes like is in the poem too about his life as a painter as well. And that's really cool too with um Trump's box and um how they can do that more, like how how um, how you can write a poem about a painting or how like, a painter um can bring in poetry to the world, which is always fun, and the problem, you know, the cross-collaboration is always like an interesting thing to me, whether you do it yourself or maybe collaborate with an artist, so, yeah, I mean, there's some cool books like that, too, I, I always think about, like, more books having illustrations like like Shelsea's. Like what would if like that was more common? Like, that was more common. Yeah, it was. It was definitely I mean still OG and he definitely absolutely you know tell me a lot like it's, there's no there's like no restrictions in there and how how poem can be like more than one thing was very interesting to as well. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I'm reading. Um, I'm for a little bit I did something called voicemail poems, but I have other ones that sound like poems to people on a voicemail. Oh yeah, I think I, I think I saw that. Yeah, I mean, and I kind of want to do it again because um, it was really fun and. People were like, oh, this is this is giving me a new entryway into the world. It's different when it's a lot. It means something different. Um, and you're kind of, when you, you know, as I said, when you call poetry, it's meant to be read aloud, but like, um, when you do it, it definitely changes the meaning and maybe expands the world so that everything it can be. Yeah. I, think, I think in that way you kind of have to, it's a little bit different composition wise because you really are composing it. Caroline, if you've read a last Yeah, as opposed to writing something down and then having it translate into words. Yeah. It's like, because it's flow differently. And I think, but like, I think. I try to write my poems, and I don't know if most poets do this, like, to be read out loud, like, like, what does a space mean? It really think, makes you think about, like, how you, like, that's what I'm, like, form, that's why I'm, like, getting more into form, so, like, what does that space mean? What is it a period? Is that, is that a pause? And I've been looking at, like, 
how different poets read their work and how it changes and how it kind of is, you know, on the same. So, I don't know, I think, because I, it's really interesting, um, you know, and yeah, it gives, it gives you different meanings to a poem, and sometimes I think poets, poets themselves writing them, um, don't even, sometimes don't know what, what all is in there subconsciously. And then once it's read by the or loud more, and it's shared, it becomes a lot of Because a poem can be a lot of things to a lot of people. And I think that's... That's... It's totally the <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. Could I... Hold on, I'm gonna go digging a little bit. I actually brought... Because I'm on that page. Yeah. Complete works. This is amazing. I know. I got it at my office. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Um, but it's got it's got so so many amazing poems. Um, These are. Uh, Oh, are you? This is your place. I don't want to lose that. I mean, it's got it's got not only like his shorter poems, um, but there's a bunch of like, narrative poems. And honestly, I think from from what I've read about Byron, he actually kind of created a form of. Like Byronic hero poetry, where it tells this whole huge story of this one person um, who, you know, usually has a few certain characteristics um, tragic, noble. Byron had a good opinion of himself, so we'll just say that. Okay. Um, there's so much there. And the way he talks about love, especially in his smaller problems, it's amazing. Because, I mean, love is everywhere. We talk about it in all our poetry, in all our songs, and everything. Um, but, we've um, I don't know, this might, this might sound, you know, a little bit off my lawn, but I feel like we do hold a little when we talk about love now, compared to what we used to. And, like, in general? Like yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, it's hard to write a good book. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, what was his? Have you ever read, um, I was reading letters to a young poet by, <laughs> but he's a poet, and he actually, one of his first recommendations was not to write about love when you're young, yeah. because you really don't know, really, 
a contest with values in it and instead to write about something more, more practical. So I think a lot of people try to take on the task of the greatest without kind of knowing what that is. Even in, even in our 20s, I think, it, I think it takes decades to figure out what that means. It's such a big it was it was very much that sort of high school infatuation kind of love. But yeah, I don't know. Absolutely. Did you write about that experience? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's that, you know, that cringy kind of thing that you look back on. Yeah. Oh, look at these song lyrics I wrote when I was 12. And then, you know, I have a lot of that. Yeah, like 20 years later, you're like, oh, God, what was I thinking? It's so hard. But it's okay. I mean, it's not really what it's kind of still like it. Because it's really, wait, tell me you were that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good and bad. <laughs> it's good and bad. <laughs> I don't know, love is a, I haven't written, I don't know if I've written a proper, I don't think I've tried to write. Um, I don't think it's something that I've yet really experienced yet. Yeah. Um, it kind of ranges. Um, it's about... Uh, kind of just like uh, I'm writing a lot of, I'm getting into writing a lot of poems about shame um, how like shame is a concept um, that it was created you know it's created it's like um, by not ever by us like we don't experience shame Sometimes for, for things that you can't even control, what you can't control, how is that absolutely um, with like my chocolate, I was kind of writing about more freedom, just getting to finally. I don't know, expansively my sexuality and my grounding in that way. That's been interesting too. So I'm kind of playing with the ideas of like experiencing a first time freedom. And then also, uh, I know now like the concept of shame is like coming back up and how do we write that out? Do you want to share that in that stuff? The problem with this is the, the writing is so small. It is very small. It's just like, wow. That's, that's how they fit all of Byron's entire works into something that's going to be It's impressive. It is. It's very impressive. Um, so this poem is one of my favorites. Okay. Um, it's also one of his more well-known poems. Um, it's called When We Two Parted. And 
part of this is, you know, kind of how I felt, you know, in that teenage infatuation love kind of period. Um, so it just sort of resonates, but also it sort of reminds me of the fact that love, love is a beautiful thing, but it's also a uh, well, I'll go ahead. When we do parted in silence and tears, half broken hearted, all to sever for years, pale grew thy cheek and cold, colder thy kiss. Truly, that hour did told sorrow to this. The dew of the morning sunk chill on my brow. It felt like the warning of what I feel now. Thy vows are all broken, light is thy fate. I hear thy name spoken, or share in its shame. They name thee before me, a knell to mine ear. A shudder comes o'er me, why wert thou so dear? They know not I knew thee, who knew thee too well. Long, long shall I rue thee, too deeply to tell. In secret we met, in silence I grieve, that thy heart could forget, thy spirit to If I should meet thee after long years, how should I grieve thee, in silence and tears? <laughs> what I love about um, classic books is um, your rhyme. They're not like afraid to like. I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I think a lot of it is that sometimes now it's rhyming is associated with like juvenile poetry. Right. But, but it's not the case. Shakespeare wrote it not. Yeah. And, you know, so it, like, um, Byron does um, in in the early stuff. Later, once he gets through to you know, um, one of his most famous works is called um, Child Harold's Pilgrimage, and it's it's a long, long piece, um, and that one doesn't rhyme as much. There are pieces that do, and then there are pieces that don't, so like stanzas and things. That's really beautiful. If you could yeah. look, look at more of his works, yeah. we'd love to get to it. Absolutely. I know it's, I wish more contemporary poets would 
kind of actually experience, I don't know, the whole experience that again. Yeah. I, and that's something, that's something that I do. I didn't have a written poetry in a while. Um, but I, I did most for Yeah. Um, because it did, it sort of helped me compose sometimes. Um, I didn't have like, that exact idea, I want to use this exact art. Like, I want this feeling to come out, but I don't know exactly how to do it. The rhyme would sort of help the guy out. Peter, Ty. I don't think I I feel like that's like a thing. Like, um, yeah, no, I mean, that's how I think that's, I think that's how kind of, um, some of people like, um, yeah. um, I think it's, it's definitely a way to kind of start looking for places to go. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, I'm trying to think. What else have we just can we say? I mean, we don't have to say anymore. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, this is good. It's fantastic. Okay. Also, I've been really amazing to catch up with you. Yeah. I haven't seen you in so long. I know. Thanks for tuning in to Life Distilled. If you want to keep the vibe going, check out our social media on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at Poetry Distilled. You can vote in polls, share some of your favorite poems, and see what new books we add to our library. I'm Jane, and once again, thanks for listening, and happy reading.